founder of Dialogue Tech. He wishes he would have stayed in engineering or sorry, architecture school. Uh, the company's doing very, very well. Launched in 2006, if you ask, ask his wife. Launched in 2007, if you ask his lawyers. Over $60 million raised. They're approaching a $40 million run rate with 5,000 customers paying about a grand per month. Less than 1% monthly churn, both in terms of gross logo churn and revenue churn. Uh, CAC is about 15 grand. They get that because he wants to get a gross margin payback of about 18 to 24 months. Again, helping folks understand attribution under the medium of telephone calls, which we know are still used aggressively uh, by consumers and potential new customers. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This that database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. This is episode 797. Coming up tomorrow morning, we talk to Harry Kargman of cargo.com. His mobile ad tech company has passed $100 million in revenues. How did he do it? Will they IPO? Hello, everybody. My guest today is Irv Shapiro. He's responsible for overall business strategy and corporate leadership as the CEO of Dialogue Tech. Dialogue Tech provides the industry leading actionable marketing analytics platform for businesses that value inbound sales calls. The company was named an Inc. 500 company and services close to 5,000 businesses worldwide, ranging from emerging companies to the world's largest enterprises. Irv, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. I'm uh, delighted to chat with you today. Well, yeah, thank you uh, for coming on. And you, you have quite a history. We didn't get into kind of the bio, but t- tell us very quickly, you launched Metamore Technologies back in 1985 and really cut your teeth hardcore uh, kind of in you know the, the business launching space. What was the thesis behind that company? And then take us forward to today. How'd you get involved with Dialogue Tech? Absolutely. So this is my third rodeo, as they say in the trade. Uh, what I do for a living is I build uh, high-tech companies I've had the good fortune to sell two of those to publicly traded entities. Uh, Dialogue Tech, of all of the companies I've been involved in, has the most potential. Metamore Technologies was a very simple business. It was a system integration business on a fixed price basis. We built large software systems for major brands. So we built the regional claim system for United Healthcare, uh, billing system for TransUnion. They're used to, in the old days, before cell phones, there used to be phones on the airplanes. We built the billing system for GT, Airphone, and others. That business scaled to about 500 professionals and support staff and was sold to a publicly traded company called CoreStaff. Then I built another entity. What'd you sell? What, What year was that and what did it sell for? So that business was sold in uh, 1997 for $38 million. I was the ripe old age of 10, or how does that make you feel? (laughs) (laughs) So in uh, 
uh, it means that I have children that are old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 1997, you sell you sell to core staff, men and core staff for for many many millions. Take us through after that. So after that, I started another business called Adventions. Adventions uh, was in the early days of the internet, and schools were very very concerned about what is the internet, is it safe, concerns that are valid today, um, and how do you provide elementary school students with access to the internet in a safe environment. So Adventions had a product called Starship School, where we put servers into about 120 schools, provided a filtered, safe internet environment, provided online report cards, online assignments, homeschool connection. Mm -hmm. um, and then in 2000, 2001, where everything went, crash. Yep. Um, we had an opportunity to sell that business to Edison Schools, a large charter school company. Uh, a, a kind of a, uh, a, a flat acquisition, in other words. Was there, I mean, was there a big upside there? Or was it kind of just it like here? Okay, that good. Got it. Okay, so That's you get you get into Dialogue Tech, and let's go backwards to forward. So today, uh, how many folks are at the company? Uh, what are revenues, and how much have you raised? So there are 150 employees here at the company. Uh, we'll approach $40 million of revenue this year. What was 2016? Uh, 2016 was about $35 million of revenue. Great. And um, we have raised $60 million. The last time we did a raise was in October of 2014. Okay, so a few. Uh, I want to unpack that. So I want to get that out there so people understand. I mean, this is a this is a very healthy business. So take us back to launch year. What year did you launch the company in? So we did our A round in July of 2007. Okay, got it. But when did you launch? Actually, launch the company. Depends whether you asked our lawyers or you asked my wife. Uh, your wife. <laughs> she would say the company was launched in the beginning of 2006. Okay, got it. And your so lawyers would say 07. Into the basement and started uh, the process of creating the company. Okay, and then so tell us what the company does for those that are not familiar. So if it's important for your company to receive inbound phone calls from people who wanna buy your services, we help you do that more effectively, more efficiently, and we help you close more of those sales. Okay, and is this a, uh, I mean, is this literally like a call tracking software where you're analyzing sentiment or, or what's it actually do technology-wise? So technology-wise, we do four things. The first thing is we track the calls back to the ads you ran the media you spent money on to drive those calls. So we can tell you what Google keywords will result in people going to your website and then calling. We can tell you what commercial television commercials are working better. We can tell you every page on your website that a consumer clicks through before they call. The second thing we do is we use all of that data, and that data has value to your marketing team because they know what to spend money on and what not to spend money on. We use that information about the customer journey, what your prospect is looking at to personalize the delivery of the call. So I'll give you some simple examples. If you're selling life insurance, and we do a lot of work in the life insurance industry, the call has to go to an agent registered in your state by law. If you're Sylvan Learning, a customer of ours, you want the call to go to the local franchise operator who's best able to service that call, who offers tutoring services for the age group you're looking for. 
So if you were looking at a web page for high schools tutoring, you'd want to make sure the franchise you send it to offers high school tutoring. So if this makes this makes good sense. What is the tracking identifier? Is it a different phone number for every different kind of cohort or funnel or, or, or how do you do that? So it is a unique telephone number. Got it. But it's even more unique than every funnel or every campaign. So when you go to a website, you probably assume that you're seeing the same telephone number as everyone else. Mm -hmm. You're not. Yep. If yep. that company's website is powered or landing pages or mobile ads are powered by dialogue tech, then we are placing a unique telephone number on that property for your session, yep. for your engagement. If someone from California is visiting the health insurance site, they're gonna see the, the, the California number to go to the California rep. They're gonna see the California number, but they're actually gonna see a number unique to them. They're not gonna see the rep's number. Got it, got it, got when, it. When they call that number, we will associate their journey, everything they've looked at with that call, we will route that call to the rep's actual number. So just to be clear, you're creating a different phone number for every website impression across every single one of your customers? Effectively, but that would require an infinite number of yeah. So how do you solve, how do you get around that? So we get around that with a bunch of patents. And so, <laughs> um, but I will tell you the essence of those patents. The essence is that when you visit a, a website, we show you a unique number. Once you call that unique number, we have two things. We have your caller ID and that number. Your caller ID, the phone you're calling from, and the number you're calling together create a unique identifier for you. I see. And then we reuse that number again. So you've simplified by 10x just by making that one connection. Yes. Very so cool. How we reuse the numbers, how we time the numbers, how we allocate the numbers, that's a lot of our IP. Very cool. Okay, so how do people pay you? Is this a SaaS model or pay as you go or what's the model? So it's a SaaS model. Um, in essence, though, it's really a cloud model. Okay. So we, in essence, charge you per call. Okay, and to people, like, is it, I'm going to make this up, 10000 bucks a month for up to 1,000 calls, 100 grand for up to a million calls. Like, is it batched in segments or literally people pay as they go? No, so it can be batched in segments. There can be unlimited plans. Okay. Our customers pay us anywhere from about $150 a month to over $100,000 a month, depending on the scale of the business. Okay, so that's a huge cohort. For simplicity's sake, could we take an average? What, what would you say the average customer is paying you? I can tell you exactly. It's right around $1,000 a month. Okay, great, 1000 bucks a month. And how many customers are using you now? Uh, almost 5,000. 5,000, okay, very cool. So so walk me through, I, I always love asking this question, and you're not allowed to give me an answer like inbound marketing or paid spend. What is the weirdest thing you've done to acquire customers? Um, I'll tell you something we tried that didn't work. Okay. So we'll learn from that together. Yep. So what we're selling is an evangelical sale, meaning we have to convince people that A, what we do is possible, because at first they say, what, do you put little guys on people's shoulders and watch what they're dialing? No, it's possible. Number two, for the last 10 to 15 years or more, Marketing professionals have been told that if you can't put it in a shopping cart, it has no value. And everything you do should be digital. You should track the user through the website, 
you should have a contact form for your phone or for your desktop. People fill in the contact form. You can track everything about them. When we go to major brands and we say, people are calling a lot more. They say, no, 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 phones are dead. No, people are calling a lot more. Why? 50% of digital marketing is now targeting phones. And when you're Googling on your iPhone or your Android, if you see a telephone number, you're going to tap it because that's a lot easier than banging in a contact form. So Irv, what's the part What's the part that didn't work? Let's go to running short here on time. So we sent burner phones to about 200 marketing executives that had videos on them that when they turned on the phone, the video played to get them thinking about phones really matter today. Yep. So what did you spend on that marketing campaign? What did each burner and the shipping and all that? So I think overall we spent about $20,000. Okay. And, and you weren't able to track any sales back to that campaign? Not a single <laughs> one. <laughs> did you get any free press from it at least? We did not. Oh, bummer. All right. Well, that's an, an interesting lesson. So interesting lesson. Okay. Take me through some of the other things that people are thinking about, you know, in the cloud world, in the SaaS world, churn. What's, what's gross logo churn look like annually? Uh, about uh, on an annual basis, it's about eight to nine percent. Or do you, do you track monthly? We track monthly, but we track by cohort and by size business. So yep. our uh, our monthly revenue churn, not logo churn, our revenue churn on the enterprise sector is about 0.4 percent. Okay, got it. Oh, that's interesting. So I I thought for sure you were going to give me a negative number. So you haven't hit net negative churn yet, and especially in your enterprise cohort. Uh, we're not. We're at about ninety-eight percent. Got it. Uh, uh, revenue retention. So, so, so you have a real like your profile in terms of all your numbers, your revenue, what you've raised, your team size, etc. Matches like a lot of other companies that that have just mastered like how to increase ARPU year over year, right? Like, do do you have a playbook that folks are following and and a utility that they're upselling by? Whether it's increasing volume of calls, increasing number of seats that each company are selling into, any metrics like that? Um, we do, we do, uh, we look at all of the above. And once again, the, the challenge for us is part of what we have to continually do is convince people that this data matters. Got it. Got it. Okay. And what do you, go ahead. Pre tipping point. Got it. Now my math, I think is probably wrong here. You said you had 5,000 customers and you said ARPU was about a grand per month. Let's put you at a, at a $5 million per month, uh, kind of thing, which is a $60 million run rate, but you said you're approaching 40. So it was my, where's my math wrong? Is that, is that, do you have less customers or is the ARPU actually a little lower from yeah, earlier? So our legacy customers. So we have about 5,000 customers, but of, of those about 3,000 are legacy customers at a lower price point, at a much lower price point. Let's Got say it. Bucks a month. Got it. Okay, good. But I can take, I can take, if you're, approaching a you think you'll hit a 40 million dollar ar run rate by december 2017 or you've already passed that no i think we will you will okay got it so i can just take that really as a goal and divide by 5,000 to get our poo mm-hmm. okay very cool all right take us through some of the other metrics here so you raised a ton of capital um why did you decide to raise capital instead of just continuing to bootstrap this we process over 70 million minutes of phone calls a month that requires a lot of infrastructure 
and uh, my checkbook was not large enough. I have $3.2 million of my own money in this business, <laughs> but my checkbook was not large enough to build out the technology we needed for what we do. So let me ask a follow-up on that. Most SaaS companies, they'll have a gross margin somewhere in the 85 to 90% range. Is yours a little bit lower because you have the fixed costs of processing the actual calls? It is, it is. Ours is about, it, you have to take off that, let's say 85%, uh -huh. take off about 20 points, that goes right out the door to the telephone company because yeah. we have to pay for the calls. Yep. So you're so around 65%. Time, it's cost. It's actually the telephone cost. So if Verizon was to buy us in the future in order to put analytics around Yahoo and AOL, there's gains. Verizon, we're an 80% gross margin company. Got it. But you're 65% now about. Yep. Interesting. Um, okay. Interesting. Any other weird costs you guys have above the line besides that one? We do not. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay. Take us through CAC. What do you spend to acquire a customer? Uh, that depends on segment. Oh, um, in interesting. Our goal, our goal is to have an 18 to 24 month gross margin payback. Okay, got it. Okay, now we haven't had someone articulate the payback period in terms of gross margin before. So you educate us real quick. How do you think about that? What's that? What's the math behind that? Uh, the math is very, very simple. You look at the gross margin you will obtain from a customer over a period of time, let's say 24 months, two years. And you divide that into the cost of obtaining that customer. Yep. And you want that fraction to be less than one. So if I take a $1,000 per month ARPU, so 12 grand per year, you're basically multiplying that times your 0.65, which is your gross margin, right? So yeah. so we're going to call it 7,500 bucks about. And what you're saying is you won't spend... More so seventy double that. double that to acquire the customer. Right. Very, because, very cool. Because for most of our customers in, in the enterprise segment, which is where we're focused now, our churn is very, very low. Mm -hmm. What, um, what do you assume that most of those, that cohort, how long do you assume most of them will stay with you in terms of lifetime value? Um, five to seven years. Oh, wow. Okay. That's just super healthy. Yeah. Um, interesting. And we don't turn off enterprise customers. And okay. so if you look at it numerically, it's like, 20 years, but it, that obviously doesn't make sense. Yeah. So we assume five to seven years. Yeah. Okay. And very cool. Uh, last few questions here. Team size is 150. Where are you guys based? Chicago. Oh, all in Chicago. Very cool. And what's the breakdown? How many of those folks are engineers versus marketers and sales folks? So we have about 40 people in engineering. Uh, we have um, about um, 50 people overall in sales between hunters, farmers, SDRs. Uh, sales engineers. Uh, we have a customer support team that's, I don't know, 12 to 15 people, and the rest is back office. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back -back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also, they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Helps me so much. And by the way, look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings, okay? I do them back to back, very, very efficient. You guys know me. 
Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen. Okay, so I use the tool, it's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin, I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14 day trial. Isn't that great? I said, no. He's giving us a 45 day free trial at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not gonna stay up forever. So go get it now. nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Very cool. Irv, let's wrap up here with the famous five. These are one word answers. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, Purple Cow, Seth Godin. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, uh, Jeff Bezos. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling? Um, I, there's a plugin for Gmail, um, and it is called... I'm forgetting the name. That's okay. What does it do? Uh, what it does is it adds uh, email tracking. It adds scheduling all to the standard Gmail client. Very cool. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I'd like to get eight to nine. How many do you get, though? I get six to seven. Okay, six and a half. Six and, what, and what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Uh, four grown kids, 11 grandchildren. Wow. That will surprise you. That's amazing. And how old are you? I'm 62. All right, Irv, take, last question here. Take us back 42 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, I should have stayed in architecture school. Oh, you were. I was architecture as well. Why would you have stayed? Um, because you build things that absolutely last potentially multiple generations. There. And very few businesses do that. There you guys have it from our founder of Dialogue Techie. Wishes he would have stayed in engineering or sorry, architecture school. Uh, the company's doing very, very well. Launched in 2006, if you ask, ask his wife. Launched in 2007, if you ask his lawyers. Over $60 million raised. They're approaching a $40 million run rate with 5,000 customers paying about a grand per month. Less than 1% monthly churn, both in terms of gross logo churn and revenue churn. Uh, CAC is about 15 grand. They get that because he wants to get a gross margin payback of about 18 to 24 months again helping folks understand attribution under the medium of telephone calls which we know are still used aggressively uh, by consumers and potential new customers or thank you for taking us to the top thanks so much have a great day if you enjoyed irv today go back and listen to andreas yesterday i asked him a simple question andreas what's better kim jong-un in north korea with crypto funded nuclear warheads or crypto bringing billions out of poverty can you have just one of those or do they come together as a package? 